When I started CrossFit, I jumped in headfirst with a 60-minute class six days a week. That's around 312 hours of training a year in that first year. Fast forward eight years, and now I train around 1,400 hours a year. That's almost a five-fold increase in my training. And today, I'm going to share with you the three pieces of advice I could give you to increase your training volume safely and effectively so that you can take your performance to the next level, whether that's just to get really fit, compete in a local competition, or make a run for the CrossFit Games. At 38, I took my first step into a CrossFit class and loved it immediately. I obsessed, I watched training videos, I was like watching the CrossFit games on my phone secretly. I talked to anyone who would listen about the latest insane workout I just did. Like you know how it goes, it's like that joke. How do you know if a person does CrossFit? Just wait like two minutes because they're gonna tell you all about it. First rule of CrossFit, always talk about CrossFit. And as I progressed through that first year, I got fitter, I got healthier, and I realized that I found something that I'm actually pretty good at. Some friends asked me to join in on a local competition at about my nine month mark into my CrossFit journey. And I went, I was super nervous, but I did okay at that competition. And if I was at like a nine out of 10 level of like passion for the sport of CrossFit, after that competition, I was at like a 100,000 level of passion or addiction. Local competitions were quite enough to scratch that competitive itch once I discovered that it was possible to compete at a higher level, like at the CrossFit Games as a master's athlete. So I wanted to level up big time, but wasn't sure exactly how. If you find yourself asking that same question, you are and laid out a plan to help you level up your training without putting yourself at risk of injury and burnout. And just a quick disclaimer, like I'm not a doctor. I don't know your specific body, your risks, your lifestyle, your background. This is information that I found helpful for my journey. So be smart, don't do anything silly. My first piece of advice is to take it slow. If a friend of yours jogged a couple of miles a few times a week and then came to you and said they were going to increase to 100 miles per week, you'd immediately know that's not a good idea. I tried this when I was like 30. I got it in my head that I wanted to run a marathon and I was jogging a few miles every week and I tripled my mileage in a week and immediately got hurt. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. The same logic applies to CrossFit. I know it's not what you want to hear, but the best way to add volume to your workout is to do it slowly. Maybe a 20-year-old can go berserk, but dude, your 40-year-old body needs a little more TLC. You have to give your body time to acclimate to the increased demands that you're putting on it with increased volume. So if you're a one CrossFit class a day kind of athlete, I'd recommend adding one or two zone two training sessions per week. A zone two training session is 40 to 50 minutes of easy work, either on a bike or on a rower, even walking quickly or jogging. After two or three months of that increased volume, it would make sense to start adding one or two second session workouts to your CrossFit class and zone two work. These second sessions can be dedicated skill work on a weakness you have, or an additional Metcon, or maybe even a strength cycle. But you have to be smart, you have to plan ahead and not overlap with the workouts that your CrossFit class is programming, and you've got to watch out for overdoing it. If you don't want to try to figure all that out on your own, reach out to me, I can help you make a plan. My second piece of advice is you have to create new habits to support the demands you're placing on your body. It's like creating a scaffolding or support structure to support your body for the increased volume. So take recovery seriously. I didn't take it serious. The increased volume will increase wear and tear on your body. The reality is a good portion of my increased hours of training over the past couple of years have been spent on recovery. I consider that part of my training. Spend time every day on mobility as well. As you increase your volume and abilities, you'll likely find that as a master's athlete, you'll run into mobility issues. I like to work on my mobility, not only by stretching and working through full ranges of motion, which I do, but I also like to use a foam roller, even a massage gun. Another part of my recovery when I get a chance is to use a sauna or a hot tub. 
heat has incredible benefits. I'll share a video soon on the benefits of heat therapy, but trust me, if you have access to a sauna or hot tub, add it to your routine three to four times a week if you can. I also really like ice baths, which is why I use an ice barrel. Cold exposure is essential to athletic recovery and performance, and it's proven to significantly reduce muscle soreness and pain, improve blood flow, improve heart rate variability, and improve muscle endurance. All of these effects stimulate the body to heal and recover faster after spending just a few minutes in cold water. I use cold exposure to improve muscle recovery and increase performance. And if you're interested in grabbing an ice barrel, you can use my code to save $125. You're gonna have to also plan for more rest. Make sure that you're able to be well rested before increasing your training volume. Well rested at the very least means consistently getting at least seven hours of sleep every night. And if you're not getting seven or more hours of sleep a night, I would recommend getting more sleep or adding a nap instead of a second training session because that rest and recovery will actually help you get closer to your goals faster than an additional training session. And if you're in that boat where you just can't get enough sleep, you can increase your intensity but not overdo it on the volume side of things. Really, you just need to try to sneak in more time in bed. Another part of the scaffolding is that you've got to fuel appropriately. Eat, supplement, hydrate your body properly before and after workouts. Without proper fuel, your body will begin to break down. Again, like sleep, I'd encourage you to spend more time dialing in your nutrition nutrition over more training. An improperly fueled body does not respond well in the long run. Trust me. Is that cheese? Have you eaten cheese? How much cheese have you eaten today? How much cheese is too much cheese? Any amount of cheese. For starters, cover the basics. Get at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight. For me, that's around 200 grams of protein every single day. And I get that protein through eggs, yogurt, cottage cheese, and predominantly red meat. Make sure that the remaining calories that you need to get in in the rest of the day are as nutrient dense as you can. You should hire a nutrition coach. And since I combined increased volume with feeding myself enough food, I've been unstoppable as a CrossFit athlete. And here's the supplements you're gonna wanna pay attention to. Creatine, every day. Whey protein, if you're not able to eat all the protein you need in a given day. Magnesium, vitamin D, I get all of those with Third Z, a nighttime recovery drink. There's a link in the description below for that if you're interested. Think of electrolytes like salt as a supplement. I add Himalayan sea salt to the first shaker of water I drink in the morning, as well as the shaker bottle that I drink before bed. So here's some quick science on electrolytes like salt, magnesium, and potassium. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance that can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleepiness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. Element, that's L-M-N-T, has become a foundational element, get it, of my training. I drink Element throughout a training session and often two packets a day with two training sessions. Everyone I know is using Element. Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try like, all eight flavors and find the one that you love and you just stock up on that one. Head to drinkelement.com forward slash Jason Grubb. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com forward slash Jason Grubb. Another piece of the scaffolding is to do a thorough warm-up before every training session. An extended warm-up gives you the time to recognize how your body is feeling. Notice any like twinges or pains and adjust your game plan for the day during your warm-up. My general warm-up includes five to 10 minutes on a machine, a bike erg, ski erg, a rower, echo bike, whatever. Crossover symmetry, shoulder and hip warm-up system, banded mobilizations, a few stretches including Spider-Man and couch stretch, air squats, lunges, cosec squats to really get my hips opened up. I do an ankle and hip opening movement where I'm really sitting at the bottom of a squat, holding on to a vertical post. And I'll often add downward dogs, some push-ups, and maybe even some handstands, depending on what I'm doing that specific day. It's not something I rush, but I warm up 
really well every single day. And finally, the last piece of advice is that you have to have fun with this. You have to enjoy the volume you're doing because slogging through the volume is obviously counterproductive. If your intensity and ability to push through hard work decreases, you're literally wasting your time by doing additional training sessions. I still love this sport. I love big training sessions. I love huge training days. If you find yourself hating your training every day, pull back on the volume. I made this mistake. For a season in 2016, 2017, I was so determined to get to the CrossFit Games, I increased my volume without regard for my body, my age, or my capacity. And I wasn't having fun. I was just doing the work without really doing the work. It took me two years to pull back and train more appropriately and intentionally, and I started to have fun with it again. Then I slowly increased my volume over time to where I am now. Don't be me. Dragging in your workouts could be an indication that you increase your volume just too quickly, or that one leg of your scaffolding is weak, your nutrition isn't caught up, or maybe you're sleeping poorly. It could also mean that you may need to adjust your goals. You can be an incredibly fit individual attending five one-hour CrossFit classes every week. Maybe that's what fits for your lifestyle, your season of life right now, your body history, or your level of enjoyment, and that's fine. You're still more fit and healthy than 95% of the population. I went from 312 hours of training a year to over 1,400 hours of training in the last year, and I love it. I'll keep this up as long as it allows and as long as I continue to love this life. Now it's your turn. Be smart, play the long game, and I've got a hashtag for you, get older, not older. Use it everywhere to let the world know that our best years are still ahead of us. See you next time.